to episode 162, season 8, episode 7 of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. I'm Andy, joined Crosstown by Andrew. Oh, hello. Oh, actually, someone's at the door. Let me... Oh, no, uh, not again. Who's there this oh, week? It's, it's Philip Fulmer. Oh. Uh, Do I, you even know how to, like, <laughs> mimic his voice? I don't even know what he sounds like. <laughs> sounds like a hillbilly, pretty much. Right? Oh, yuck, yuck, Tennessee, go orange. Go big orange. <laughs> Was that good enough? Yeah. Sound like goofy. <laughs> well, maybe that's what he sounds like. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, all right, well, um, is that the end of that bit, or are we coming back to that later? No, that was it. Okay. Oh, thank God. All right. <laughs> uh, Tom, uh, well, welcome to this week. I don't know where to go. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, week five of not watching Clemson football is going great. So, uh, Wait, What did you do with your Saturday burner. last week? What did I do with my Saturday? I don't remember. But it wasn't. Oh, no, I watched. I watched the Red River Red River Shootout, and then uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I watched Alabama Texas A and M. Red River Rivalry, and then I watched half of Louisville uh, Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and then okay. I watched some uh, Suits with Katie for a while. What is the uh. deal? So, okay, so my wife yes. was obsessed with Suits when it first came out. Okay, sure. And it has it's been it hasn't had new episodes in like eight years. And it's right, having like this current moment, this renaissance. Because, What's the fucking because, deal? Because it just came out on Netflix. Oh, so okay. everyone's watching it on Netflix. The whole see. series is on there. Yeah, I that's see. why we're watching it. We started okay. binging it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so what I didn't do was watch Clemson football, which is good because again, I missed a barn burner between Clemson and Wake Forest. <laughs> it was a final score of seventeen to twelve. Dark days for Clemson. <laughs> Not for you, my friend. Not for me. I'm feeling great. Oh, okay. Well, glad to hear that your uh, your mental health is doing better as you've watched less. I am uh, doing Clemson wonderful. Football. This has been like, yeah, the most happy I've been during <laughs> uh, a, a fall since I guess 2018. I guess. And all, you, all you had to do was not be invested in your team. I know. And not <laughs> watch them play. Out. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well. Uh, if you're looking how to increase your happiness during uh, college football season, I guess uh, Tom's kind of giving yeah. you the uh, the, ha- the life yeah, hack. I, I figured out the blueprint for to happiness. Yeah. I'm trying to rearrange my glasses while this uh, while these headphones are on, and this is uh, that is not easy. Uh, anyway, all right, let's... glasses, you nerd. You've seen me before. I do have glasses. <laughs> <laughs> what? You did? What? All right. Let's start. Let's start up by talking about the polls. The um, AP poll we got in the top ten. We have um, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida yeah. State, yeah, Oklahoma, Penn State, Washington, Oregon, Texas, USC, rounding out your top ten. Uh, USC, Florida State, a uh, first place first place vote. Bobby Bowden. I don't know. No, this is the AP. Never mind. So I was like, I don't think he's part of the AP. <laughs> I was thinking of the coach's poll. Um, <laughs> yeah, Bobby Bowden, dead Bobby Bowden. <laughs> he's, he's still voting. And, and they they haven't purged all the all the voters in Florida that are dead, and they haven't purged the AP uh, voters either uh, that are yeah, dead yeah. as well. So yeah, uh, Texas down uh, six uh, places, Oklahoma up seven. We will talk about why later. Ohio State and Florida State also up one place in the coach poll. Right, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State, Penn State, Washington, Oklahoma, Washington also with one first place vote. Um, Oklahoma at seven. Ooh, Oregon. Who's giving them a first place vote? I don't know. Oregon, USC, right. Alabama. Uh, USC it's down two fucking places. Hilarious that Texas is behind Alabama in the coaches poll. Uh, <laughs> why is that? Refresh our memory. Uh, you know, maybe Texas beat Alabama, and I would say soundly, like it wasn't a blowout, yes. but they clearly were the better team. It wasn't a fluky game. Yes, mm-hmm. that's correct. Mm-hmm. And it's also Texas now has the best loss of the top fifteen teams. I would say. Yeah. So they should automatically be the highest ranked one. Yep. That is true. I don't Can't make the argue rules. with I just enforce them. 
Yeah, that's true. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Also, do poor, we think poor Louisville getting no respect? I was, gonna say, do, I was <laughs> just about to say, do we think Louisville should be higher? Thank sure. you, Tom, for pronouncing it correctly. Louisville. You're welcome. And also, should they should they definitely be ahead of North Carolina? Who's North Carolina beaten? Why are they 12? Because they started yeah. higher. Duh. Yeah, but you can hop like <laughs> Oklahoma hopped. Oh, can't. You have to stay. You have to know your place. Louisville, you can. You have to stay way down there. Yeah, <sighs> well, I mean, it, we know why. It's because nobody has any respect for, uh, for Louisville. Nobody cares. But why do we respect North Carolina? I don't understand. Because Drake May. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Mac Brown. Okay. Mayo. <laughs> no one respects Mac Brown. <laughs> the AP does. I don't know. At I least, guess. at least the coaches pull drop Miami. <laughs> the AP didn't. <laughs> oh God, I, I can't remember if that was actually on our uh, on our preview uh, last you, week. Well, you need to throw it in there if it's not. Uh, remind me. I don't want to get too sidetracked, but yeah, remind me when we get there. All right, uh, let's check in on the FPI. Let's see what kind of. Uh, Fun stuff we have here. FBI. Um, Ohio State well, won. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's it. That's all we need to talk about. That is all right. we need to talk about. We want to talk about how Alabama's third. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ahead of Four spots Texas. Ahead of Texas. Or three spots ahead of Texas. So we have Oklahoma Correct. second, Alabama third, Georgia fourth, yep. Oregon fifth, Texas sixth, Penn State seventh, Michigan eighth, Washington ninth, Florida State tenth. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame twelfth. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Is there anything with else two losses? At Texas A and M is in there, and Clemson is in there. Don't probably they don't belong there. We got a three and two Kansas State team LSU at twenty second. Probably doesn't belong there. Man, they really like Texas Tech. Three and three Texas Tech. Who Texas Tech has looked real bad this season. What uh, they? Where were they at? Twenty thirty third. Oh. Wait, no, twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. Oh, yes. okay. It's like they I have not looked good this drink. season. Arkansas's in here. All right, we're gonna play our favorite game. Okay. Yep. Lowest ranked Power Five team, and what are they? Is it so not? It's like be Virginia, right? Find Boston it. College. Okay. Let me find it. Let me find it. Do 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 do. Ooh, we're scrolling up. Ooh, it's not. We have a new one. Mm. Oh. Can you give us the conference? Uh, Pac-12. Um, I don't know who's in the Pac-12. Who's bad in the Pac-12? <laughs> There's only two teams left. Oregon State and Washington State. <laughs> but it's not them. No. Maybe no. it's Stanford. It is Stanford. Oh, yeah. All right. Would you like to guess their ranking? 107. 96. 105. Ooh, okay. I was close. The second lowest one is Vanderbilt. Okay. Yeah. I would as I was gonna guess them. What's Vandy at? Let's, let's see. Uh, one oh five. One oh two. Okay. Let's see where Virginia is. Virginia is ninety sixth. Well, barely moving. Oh. Well, what was the other guess? Boston. Oh, Boston, Boston College, College is 89th. Okay. All right. Okay. There is there is another Pac twelve team uh, who almost beat USC, who is ninety eighth <laughs> on the FBI. Uh, <laughs> or no, almost beat Colorado. Sorry. Arizona's ASU, ASU, yes, yeah. ASU. And by uh, by transitive logic, uh, Arizona State. Wait, which one of them? Uh, yeah. Wasn't there a game against Colorado recently? Arizona State played them this weekend, yeah, and they almost week? won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And Colorado took USC down to the wire. Mm-hmm. So and so did Arizona. Uh huh. Yeah, this is just a Pac-12 circle of suck, is what we're saying here. Um, also, the FPI is just a circle of suck. Um, and I think we can skip past the FEI. So let's start out by uh, talking about last week's games. Wednesday, we had Jacksonville State at Middle Tennessee, who was favored by three and a half, and Jacksonville State won 45-30. to 30. So, done messed up, Vegas. Thursday, you had Western Kentucky Hilltoppers favored by six and a half. They won 35-28, so good job. That was a good line, yeah. Yeah. Friday, uh, you had Kansas State favored by 11 and a half at Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma State won outright 29-21. to Wasn't Oklahoma or Kansas State a uh, 
like quality win for somebody yes in the SEC. missouri like missouri yeah mm. well maybe not that quality of a win what did they know i don't have uh records kansas up. state yeah, i think kansas. that was their second loss yeah they they're three and two missouri all right and oklahoma um, state is is not good this year <laughs> right okay well Oklahoma yeah, State I mean, lost to South Alabama 33 to 7 this season. They have uh in the FPI that, such as it, it matters. Alabama. It does have Alabama in the name. <laughs> it's true. Alabama's in the name, so they're probably good. They're uh, 52 in the FPI Oki Light is <laughs> for what it's worth. Um uh, Saturday, moving over to that LSU uh was favored by six and a half at Missouri and uh won 49 to 39. It was really close okay. until uh, Mizzou decided so to throw wasn't. a pick six with like two minutes left. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely awful pick six too. Yeah, like immediately, immediately you knew it was a pick six. Just absolutely awful decision, <laughs> throwing into double or triple coverage, like directly to the DB. Um, yeah, it's awful. Anyway, Maryland at Ohio State. Uh, Ohio Did State was covered bear, by 19. Bearland? Bearland. Bearland. Ohio State. Ohio State. They were favored by 19 and a half. This one was close until it wasn't. Uh, Andrew, <laughs> what do you got on this one? This is the most fraudulent cover I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> it is. It was so uh, fraudulent. <laughs> they, they kicked a field goal with like two minutes left to go up 20. Oh. Cover. <laughs> It was like a 45-yard field goal, too, on, like, fourth and three. Like, they should have just went for it. You know Ryan Day. Ryan Day had money on it. His buddies had money on it. They were texting him, like, bro. I did. I was texting him. I said, hey, let me. Listen, man. I know I said last week I don't bet on my team, but I had I felt good about that score, and I wanted to combine it with another parlay I saw, and I got sure, the, I got buddy. I had four covers, and three of them were, like, fraud covers like this, and it cashed the parlay. I was so happy. <laughs> Uh, the offensive Good. line is very concerning. Uh, the run game, the, the offensive line is getting no push on the run game, and it's concerning, uh, especially with Penn State coming up in two weeks. So they have a week, uh, you know, this week to figure it out versus Purdue. I don't think they will, and I am concerned heavily uh, versus Penn State. Defense still looks good. Uh, the the only the one touchdown they allowed was on a short field, so that is what it is. But the other one. <laughs> Uh, was open was to open the second half and they didn't really after think after that after that opening half touchdown drive they only allowed like 22 yards in the second half so defense still playing really good offense got to get their timing going because it's 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 I, uh, meh. I have not seen Penn State play at all this year are they like as good as their ranking says they are they look good I would say right yeah. now if you were to put my feet to the fire yeah. I would say Penn State is the second best team in the Big Ten. Are you saying you're the first? No, I'm saying we're the third. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Drew out, Drew I mean, Aller I think Michigan's the best the best team in that, that conference, too. I just never thought you'd admit that. I will admit it. They look good. They have, I mean, yeah. they look as good as I they did. I also have not watched Michigan play, yeah. They look as good as they did last year. Uh, McCarthy looks good. Defense looks good. Yeah. Their running game is what it is, but okay. Yeah, I think the saying that they look as good as they did last year is a pretty good encapsulation of that. Which, you know, I that's the same team that lost to TCU. So I don't know. Like they are, they are probably the best team in the in the Big Ten. But it it still doesn't seem like they're really letting McCarthy do a whole lot. Like the team still revolves around the running and sure. obviously sure. Uh, the defense. Is Harbaugh the coach again yet? Yes. Yeah, he's been coaching okay. for like two weeks now. I was gonna say it was only the first four weeks, so I mean, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the only thing with Penn State is their defense looks really good, their running game looks good, Aller looks good, but he's not really, he's just doing like little short dinky dunk passes, and it's working for them, so you know you can't really yeah. uh, hold it against them. But most of their passes are pretty, just you know, checks underneath. But if that's what the defense is giving you, and you're scoring points, then you know who cares? Yeah, he doesn't even have 1,100 yards passing yet. Yeah. But he's looked good, so yeah. We'll see. Um, It'll be a test with Big Noon coming up in two weeks. Can't believe they made that game fucking noon. 
Big nude. Love nude. What are you talking about? Ugh. Even JJ gonna... McCarthy has almost thirteen hundred yards. Yeah, it they're they're not be really a scarlet out. It was going to be a sick eight o'clock game, and no, it's a scarlet out uh, where everyone just wears red. Doesn't everyone already wear red? No, some people wear black. Some people wear gray. Noted Ohio I feel State like color the stadium. Black. <laughs> I feel, I feel like when I see stadium shots, it's usually pretty red. It's predominantly red, but it'll be more red. <laughs> it's probably red and like silver and you know. Yeah, white. I think when you do a, a co- I think when you do like a color out, it has to be like your off color, not like your your main color. The like when gray out, the white out. Yeah, because like because. It, Match the, the sky. It's already mostly that color. Like when Penn State does a whiteout. <laughs> okay, but here, um, count- you know, like their predominant color is blue, so it makes sense. Or when when Georgia does a blackout and loses, that's makes sense because black is not their main <sighs> color. But you know what I'm saying? I, you guys don't do blackouts anymore, right? No, because they lose. Yeah. I, so I don't know if it'll ever happen with <laughs> here's, Smart there. Here's the <laughs> counterpoint on why we can't do grayouts. Uh, we don't have yeah. gray jerseys, so. Uh, what are the just fans supposed to wear? Then. What are the fans supposed to wear if they can't all wear their gray jerseys? Then just don't do a color out. Just <laughs> just show up. Oh, or maybe just don't sh- don't have to go to a game wearing a jersey because they're not going to put you yeah. on the field. They're they not going to put they, you. They, in the I game. got they, I got eligibility left. They can put me out there. I'm ready to go. Okay. <laughs> all right. Anyway, let's carry on with the next game. Alabama fair by two and a half at a And M, uh, and Alabama wins twenty six to twenty. Um. Uh, yeah, this was uh, this was really close. I heard that there was, uh, yeah, that uh, Milro had uh, had a hell of a game. Apparently, um, oh, he had a hell I, of a second half. First half, he was eh. the offensive yeah. line is a, still a fucking nightmare for Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> they had three false starts in a row, which I've never seen. Maybe it was really yeah. loud there. I don't know. I, yeah, and it doesn't matter how loud uh, it is. Also, apparently the the center has had we've been told three false start penalties this yep. year, and I'm just yep. wondering how a center that is holding the ball gets a false start uh, I mean, penalty. He moves. He moves the ball. That's the false start. He goes to hike yeah, it like on the wrong. He goes to like move it or hike it on the wrong call and like realizes it, but just moves the ball. That's a false start. Yeah. Yeah, but like, it, it, I mean, and that is on him. But I just don't understand why you're moving it around. Why you don't just go through with it? Like, I don't know. Well, they've done that they're multiple flinching. times this year. Just thrown it at Milrow, and he's not ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> so probably worse than the false it, start, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, throwing it at your quarterback who's not ready is worse than a five-yard penalty. That's fair. All right. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, this Alabama team is probably the best in the West this year, which is not really saying a lot. But also, they s- seem to be like flawed in in ways. Like you were saying, that the offensive line just looks um, much less than the sum of its parts, which is a very talented uh, group of players that somehow suck. And <laughs> I don't know they're they're getting all these undisciplined them. play too. Yeah. Undisciplined play, they're giving up pressures. They don't look they look bad. To be uh, fair, I don't understand. Like, I know it's hard to grade offensive linemen coming out of high school, but if your whole line is like five stars, how did you not hit on any of them? I, I don't understand. Well, I mean, that's I just, more on coaching than it is on all of these great players. Somehow all didn't pan out. I think you have to point it to offensive line uh, coach or, you know, maybe the I mean, coordinator's not. A lot. Let's see. Yeah, Who's their offensive line? Eric Wolford. Oh, he's been on the staff since January 2022. What do you know? That makes sense. Who was Um, our old uh, offensive line coach? Where'd he go? I will say that they had, uh, along with the game from Milrow, they finally had a a really good game from Jermaine uh, Burton and some of the other receivers. So um, if if there is some bright spots, maybe they're starting to get it in the passing game, you would think that they would be able to run block a little bit better and and run uh, the ball, but not is that run blocking easier? I don't know. No, or, sorry, not run blocking. Pass blocking. Pass blocking, pass is, blocking easier, is easier. Yes, yes. pass blocking Inle- is easier. Yeah, unless you're going against a do- dominant defensive end. <laughs> but as a whole, yeah. pass blocking. But is you can always chip. Also, uh, Doug Marone was the offensive line coach in 2021 for Alabama. Ah, okay. okay. Former Jacksonville Jaguar great head coach Doug Marone. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. Next game: Syracuse at UNC. 
who was favored by eight and a half. They won 42-7. Uh, Syracuse, real bad. It's not good. Yeah, real bad. They're not good. Wake Forest at Clemson. Uh, Todd, bringing you up to <laughs> speed on your game. Uh, Clemson was favored yeah. by 20 and a half. They won 17-12. to 12. Now you know why I never so, would bet on Clemson. Because I, I always bet on the other team. Because I always just... Clemson just never covers, it feels I like. I think Dabo has um, one of the worst against the spread records in... Of like most of Power Five, I'm sure you know yeah. why. Because he's all he about like spreading the, shifts and dump. No, yeah. he's all about spreading the good news of Jesus Christ to everybody. Yeah. You know who didn't cover but the really spread? Jesus Christ. He, some, <laughs> he just like he does like line shifts and stuff all the time. It's like we're just gonna put in a whole new defensive line and uh, oh, they're gonna score our touchdown on this drive because we have all our backups in. Oops, I guess it's a game again. I don't know. Anyway, um, he doesn't yeah, care. I, this he doesn't care. He's like, as long as we got the W, but I care. That's why I don't watch anymore. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, glad you've made that decision for yourself. Yeah, I don't, but I, like, again, I, I have no idea how that game went, but it looks like it probably did not go well. Clemson probably had something like 450 yards of offense, but somehow only 17 points. And, you know, it's, that's that's kind of uh, No, no. I watched some of it. Klubnik looked real bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Okay, well, here. I mean, they didn't have a lot of offense. Lately. I'm pulling it up. Uh, okay. Klubnik had 131 yards passing. Okay, how much rushing? How many yards rushing did they have? Uh, 207. Hmm. So 350 yards of offense, I guess. They had, uh, Shipley had 97 yards on 20 carries. It's not great, honestly. <laughs> not great, Bob. Oh boy. <sighs> and Wake Forest is bad. I don't know where they are on the FEI or whatever, but uh, or. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure Wake is really, really bad. Three and two. I think that they are. Um, all right. Next game, we had Colorado uh, favored by four and a half at Arizona State. They win 27 to 24 in a game that five people watched on the Pac-12 network. Well, I watched it not on the Pac-12 network, though. I was going to say five people <laughs> watched it legally on the Pac-12 network and uh, 50,000 YouTube or whatever. <laughs> I did watch yeah. it on YouTube. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, nice. Um, so yeah, um, Colorado wins, I think, uh, was this in overtime? Didn't watch this one. Uh, it was, I gotta remember, it was really good. <laughs> was it was either overtime or is, uh, right, right down to the end of it the game. It was not, the Arizona game versus USC was overtime. This was at okay. the end that I believe, um. They kick a field goal to win it? Was that they what kicked, it was? They kicked a, so Arizona scored with like a minute left scored a touchdown to tie it and then colorado marched down the field and kicked a field goal with like 10 seconds left okay well um yeah San- sanders uh looked uh, color colorado is somehow winning games in spite of having the worst running game and offensive line i have seen in a long time uh yeah. Shador Sanders is getting wrecked every other pass, but he's still tossing his balls up. There's still guys open. <laughs> I mean, if you okay, let's let's go back in time and okay. said if I told you in August that Colorado right now would be four and two, and also Travis Hunter would have missed three of those games, you would think I am the biggest full of shit person of all time. Well, is he come back this week? Yeah. Maybe. I, don't know. I think maybe they, this week. So they play um, uh, going forward. They, they've got some games that are probably going to cause them problems. They got to play number 18 UCLA in, um, in three weeks. They play Oregon State, who's number 15 the week after that. And then you got Zona. And then next week is number 19 Washington State and number 16 Utah to close out the year. And one would think that Cam Rising will finally be playing by the last game of the year. But yeah. um, who knows? We'll see. Who's to say? Who's to say? I don't know. But right now, I mean, Colorado is above their win total was three and a half this season. They're yeah. already above it. Um, they probably have at least two more wins on that schedule. They might be able to sneak another one out. Um, they yeah. might be go bowling this year, which is an insane accomplishment for Dion. I think, yeah, six and six is yeah. huge for them. Now, I don't know if that's enough to keep the bandwagon people around, but it by anybody that actually knows college football to take them from where they were to six wins would be huge or seven would be crazy. 
I'm uh, really anxious. I mean, they did overhaul the whole team, but yeah. Yeah. I'm really anxious to see how the recruiting class does. Uh, I wonder if he gets rid of any of these people or if he can, like how many he can get rid of. I was trying to see what they're right now. Their overall rank is the whole offensive line. I'm sure six. They're 68th yeah. for this class this year coming in. Their highest ranked guy is the 65th player nationally. They only have one top. That's not bad, guy. honestly. Only one top 100 guy. Again, it's Colorado. Wait, on offensive line or just total? Uh, to- total. Six. Wait, are they not overall player? They're not. Wait, is that Travis Hunter or who is that? No, I'm saying the class coming Man. in, the 2024. Oh, class. the one coming in. Okay, I was about to say I was yes, like Travis yes, Hunter yes, was yes. pretty highly ranked. I Travis Hunter was the number one overall recruit. Right. No, this is a class. He had to be in. top ten. At they least. are okay. six. They are 68th currently in recruiting. Huh. And they're 62 in FPI from what I was just looking at. So that's they'll, they'll pick up some more as the year goes on. He'll get some big receivers or. QB or somebody to play for him. Or he'll take the Florida State job. Or that, yeah. Or the Florida job. Or, or any or job Miami. that's open. <laughs> I thought or, he doesn't like, like Florida State anymore or something. I thought I heard that somewhere. I don't know. Who knows? You know what he likes? Money. <laughs> that that's fair. True. And uh, a lot of attention. But I don't, also, I don't think uh, Florida State's hiring their coach, firing their coach anyway. Uh, maybe not, but if Dion's calling. I don't think, no. Nah. I mean, how many coaches are gonna they gonna pay, be paying? Aren't they? I'm pretty sure they're still paying their last two coaches. They're still paying dead Bobby Bowden, <laughs> <laughs> and he's still voting in the eighth poll. Apparently, it's going to Tommy Bowden and Terry. All right, Terry. Uh, <laughs> right, let's move on Dad? to the. Let's move on to the Georgia like. corner. He's uh, here, actually. Kentucky. Terry Bowden's at the door. He's is he knocking at the door now? Yeah. Oh god. Do you have anything you want to say, Terry Bowden, Tom? Terry? <laughs> no. Yeah. Terry wasn't the coach at Clemson. Tommy was. But Terry was there. I think he might still be there. He was like a GA member for like one or yeah, two can never, You can like never get all might... the Bowden out as much as you try. <laughs> he he, was he like, might still be there. He was like a 65-year-old GA. <laughs> God. All right. You're never too late to start learning, man. It's true. All right. Let's talk about the uh, the Georgia corner. Uh, Kentucky was at UGA. Who's favored by 14 and a half. Um, UGA wins 51 to 13. This was, I don't, I don't know what all to say about it other than that. I was worried because of the prior performances. I was like, you know, if we give up the rushing, uh, yards that they had been going up against a team that's good at rushing, then I was concerned. Um, I'm not sure if I thought that we would, well, I mean, I thought that it was losable if we played uh, the level of game that they played a couple times already this year. Uh, thankfully, they uh, seem to come out and, um, you know, the, the offensive line was play, played the best game of the year uh, by far. Um, Carson Beck threw for almost 400 yards and a few TDs. He looks really good. You know, Brock Bowers is not human. Uh, they had really good games from several wide receivers and running backs were doing well. Uh, the, uh, the running back at Kentucky, I kind of felt bad because the game was pretty much on him. Cause Devin Leary, um, was an NC state transfer. Um, he, I think yes. he got injured last year or something. And I don't know if he has ongoing issues from that. He either, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say he, he's probably having some kind of soreness in his shoulder or something. It's either that or he's just dog shit. Um, he can't do anything. Could it could be a little bit of both. Um, I mean, he couldn't He couldn't do anything. They couldn't protect him. The Kentucky offensive line, they were making dumb mistakes. Uh, like, a couple times, the same offensive lineman, he... He just took like a cheap shot after the play was over and knocked down a Georgia defensive uh, lineman, like just doing dumb shit. So I, I don't know what what their deal was, but um, seemed like they were in their in their own head some. So anyway, it was a complete game. So I think that this is the one that I know all Georgia fans and probably other people that had been like, well, 
when is this number one team that's won the, you know, a couple championships in a, in a row going to finally show up? And they finally did this week. So I don't know what else to say about it other than that. Um, like I said, I feel bad for the Kentucky running back because he's pretty much all they have on offense, it seems like. And he is actually good, but I mean, there's only so much he can do when the other team knows that that's all there is. All right. Okay. I will move on. I didn't know if you guys wanted to say anything or not. I didn't watch the game, man. I got nothing for you. Okay. Uh, Michigan was favored by 19 and a half at Minnesota, and they more than covered uh, 52 to 10. Um, Andrew, do we need to dust off that conversation about uh, PJ Fleck getting fired this year? Or? I'm telling you, man. I saw that score. I was like, ooh, yeah, he might get fired soon. They lost to Northwestern. They lost to Michigan. Oof. They got Iowa coming up. They got, man, if they lose to Michigan State, like, if they lose to Michigan State and Purdue and Illinois, or two They're of three and three, three right now. If they lose, the, they have to finish. He has to finish with seven wins, or he's done. So six, they got to get four more left. wins. Yeah, Four more wins left. out of um, out of Iowa uh, loss, I would think. Michigan State should be a win. You should Illinois be a win. should be a win. Uh, Illinois should, should be. be a win. Uh, Purdue um, uh, toss up. I, I would say should be, but it's closer to toss up. It's not. Yeah, it's not a for sure thing. I Ohio State. Sorry, that is definitely a loss. loss. Um, Wisconsin loss. Loss. So that's uh, two, maybe three, <laughs> and he needs four. Yeah, they got to steal some. Uh, yeah, <sighs> You're, you have to win Purdue, uh, and you've got to either beat Iowa somehow or Wisconsin. That's it. Iowa's doable, right? Maybe. Uh, if, if you score twenty-two points, sure, anything's possible. Yeah. It's at Iowa. Um, that's probably not in their favor. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Iowa's going to... I don't know. They're, they're going to do what they're going to do. They're barely going to score, but also their defense is going to just like suffocate you. So I don't know how how good Minnesota is on offense. All right. Next game, we had Notre Dame favored by 6.5 at Louisville, and Louisville wins 33-20. to Um so yeah, your <laughs> Ohio State's uh, big win over Notre Dame looking a little less worse. Uh, I mean, yeah, a little less good. Is Louisville better than Ohio State? Maybe. Transitive say? properties would tell you yes. Yeah, but I would, uh, yeah. I those would are stupid. Still say Ohio State has any better wins than Georgia. Mm. Uh, that's probably true. Who's what's, is Kentucky Georgia's best win? Uh huh. So far, yeah, yeah. And that'll be it until the end of the season. Uh, <laughs> even at the end of the season, they still might be the best. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, even after like the the uh, conference championship, right? Yeah, rough year for the SEC. Uh, no, our best win as of right now is probably gonna be uh, uh Ole Miss. No, are you predicting an Ole Miss win right now? Uh, ESPN is. Are you predicting it? You said probably our best win is gonna be Ole Miss. I mean, we should win that. Okay. Almost is 13 right now. Um, anyway, so that is the... Uh, uh, anyway, I, I don't know what's up with Notre Dame. They're, uh, other than uh, them being ev- overrated every single year, and then yep. this sort of thing happens, and then we're like, uh, <laughs> they are who we thought they were. So We um, have Sam Hartman throwing three picks. Uh-huh. Not good. Not great, Bob. Uh, I mean, that offense is still like they barely run it with uh, what's his name, Audric East Eastim, Eistim. Uh He's like this really good running back they have, and they barely use him. He's just like because they want to run it with or they want to pass it with Hartman. This dude, he's like two hundred and forty pounds. He's a fucking monster, and they barely use him. Mm. Uh, that's what like that's when they played Ohio fun. State. They just stopped running him the second half, even though he's gashing them. So I don't know, you know, I know I'm kind of wondering where, how long they'll put up. I'm not saying they'll put up. I think that what 
Marcus Freeman's done so far is fine. Uh, but I think, you know, the hype was really high this year. And now they're already down two, and they got to play USC this weekend. Uh, yep. You know, dropping dropping to five and three to start the season is not going to be great. Um, not saying they should fire Freeman, but the fans are going to get well. You're also saying that they'll lose to USC, which it doesn't uh, seem. Uh, I think they will. More to come on that though. Well, yep, I'm sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that here in a little bit. All right, next game we got Miami. Uh, loses to Georgia Tech in one of the dumbest losses, uh, maybe the dumbest loss uh, I've ever seen. Uh, Miami has the the lead. Um, what, what would it have been? Uh, 20 to uh, 17 Correct. with 34 seconds left to go, I believe. Mm-hmm. 34 seconds, yes. Snaps, snaps the ball. Um Andrew, remind us of how many seconds you can, uh, if you snap the ball, or sorry, um, with a with a running clock, do you have to snap the ball again with uh, 34 seconds left? Uh, you do not. You It would take you roughly like 45 seconds by the time they place the ball and start everything else to get okay. the clock running again. Okay. Um, so can you, uh, <laughs> since we've had you uh, br- bring this up, can, can you tell our listeners that if they were living in a vacuum and don't know what happened, what, what did Miami decide to do in lieu of uh, uh, spiking Miami the ball? Miami decided they were just going to run run the ball for reasons. Uh, so they ran the ball. And then the darndest thing happened. Uh, go on. Yeah, the, uh, the running back. F- well, hold on, hold on. Okay, before that happened, the play before. They actually could have downed it as well, I'm pretty sure. Sure, yes. Or, or kneeled. Yes. But they chose to run it. And then after it was, I, I guess you'd say successful because they ran because they they uh, were able to run some clock. Uh-huh. They decided to tempt fate again. And then <laughs> what did ha- happen? And then they decided that they were going, maybe, maybe fumbled it. We're still unclear if there was an actual fumble. But the refs on the field said there was a fumble. I disagree that there was, but... All the batters, the refs said there was, and yep. they fumbled the ball, and Georgia Tech got the ball back at like the thirty-five, ish. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And then uh, there was two busted plays, and Georgia Tech scores a touchdown and wins. <laughs> On a hail mary, with, with one uh, second left, with four or five. Uh, uh, I don't Miami like to call it a hail mary. I don't like. I, well, I don't like to call it a hail mary because it, it's not like he just threw it to the end zone and it was like a jump ball. This guy was running like a post and somehow got sure. behind everyone and yep. he just threw it to him. And then he slid Accurate. at like the one yard line and he almost got marked yeah. short, which would have been the actual funniest way for that game to end, by the way, with yeah. that guy sliding <laughs> at the one yard line. Somehow that would have been more appropriate for Georgia Tech to lose while their guy was sliding at the one yard line. That would have uh, that would have been even better for me. But uh, this was still fun to laugh at Miami. The, the, uh, I'm the assuming... real... Okay. The real... Uh, cherry on top of all this is this is not the first time Mario Cristobal has decided not to kneel the ball and lose. Uh, uh-huh. He did the same thing versus Stanford. Uh, now, it wasn't to this extreme. Now, if they would have kneeled it versus Stanford, I think they would have punted it with like 14 seconds left, but they decided not to and gave Stanford the ball back with like a minute left, and they lost that game too. Maybe he's not a great game day coach. Did we, did we ever think about that? I'll tell you what, man. Mario Cristobal is feeding his family off of that one win versus Ohio State when he was at Oregon <laughs> and the toss sweep that ate them alive because they that like like rocketed him up like coaching charts. He beat Ohio State at Ohio State, running just toss sweeps. Not bitter at all. Not bitter at all. <laughs> Not at all. All right. Um, but hilarious yeah, ending. Look, look, at, look it up. Uh, Miami fans are big it's mad. Uh, the fumble, though, still like <laughs> the, the defense is almost worse than the fumble. <laughs> of just like how hilariously bad that defense was played. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. All right. Uh, your game of the week was the Red River shootout, Oklahoma versus Texas. It lived up to it. Everybody six and a half. Yes. It and, did. Uh, Oklahoma wins 34 to 30. And uh, yeah, so this was uh, 
uh, I'm pretty sure that Matthew McConaughey was uh, probably almost got a sideline warning at one point. He was so close. Uh, it looked like he was on the field at certain moments, but uh, the, uh, what do they call him? The minister of culture or whatever at Texas? Something He's like a that. minister of something at Texas? I don't no. think it's actually a, a real thing, but I think that that is a, a nickname that he has there. Um, anyway, so yeah, he, he actually a, does say minister of culture. Yeah, there was a moment at like the end of the first half, I think, like right before the end of the first half, Texas had first and goal from like the one, <laughs> and somehow got no points out of it. Oh, yeah, because they and went think, for it. Yeah, but like, still, how do you not get a yard on four downs? I don't. <sighs> Brent Venables, man. What a D. Yeah. What a D. What a D. All right. I, I don't know what else to say <laughs> about this game other than that it was really good. And uh, yeah, it was really good. One, one team had to lose at the end. And, uh, Oklahoma uh, looks really good, uh, I will say. They do. Uh, Dylan Gabriel. Legit. Probably need to uh, uh, be talking about him in the uh, if we had a yeah. Heisman poll right now. He would, he would certainly be in the top uh, three or four, I would think. Yeah. So yeah. Hell of a comeback from a awful injury uh, at UCF, if I remember right. Your turd of the week was very turdy. Uh, Boston College at Army, who was favored by three. Boston College wins twenty-seven to twenty-four. Oh, congrats, Boston College! Yeah, you got to win. Hooray. Your Pac-12 after dark they and game. They were they were dogs. That's they right. weren't even favorites. Army was the favorite. That's true. One out out right. Pac-12 after dark game of the week was Arizona at Whoa. USC, who was fair by 21 and a half. They did not was come. It, they, was it after dark? This game didn't end until like 2.30 in the morning, <laughs> Eastern. God. Uh, USC wins 43 to 41. In overtime. Uh, it went to the shootout in overtime. Actually, yeah, you're right. This was one that I was trying to stay up for. And I stayed up as, as long as I could. Uh I, was, I went to sleep around two. Um, it was insane. Uh, Caleb Williams looked absolutely terrible in it. Uh, mm-hmm. He only had 219 passing yards. That includes three overtimes. Uh, yeah. So USC did not look good. They had to come back. They were down, I think, 17 nothing in this game and came back. Um, I USC's... they. I mean, they got they got to figure it out, man. I the, I I don't know what's going on in defense. I mean, I do. It's Alex Grinch, but I was going to say, dude, <laughs> they, 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 what do they have to figure out? It's painfully obvious what the problems are. Although, I mean, you can't really blame Alex Grinch for um, for Caleb Williams having a, a bad game. Oh, I did forget that USC missed a twenty-five yard field goal as time expired <laughs> to send that game to overtime. <laughs> a twenty-five yard field goal missed. Uh, college kickers. Uh, but All it right. was a really uh, good game. Yeah, it was Caleb, fun. Caleb Williams uh, is no longer the favorite to win the Heisman after that game, by the way. I wouldn't think so. Still got time to pad his stats, though. And uh, Lincoln you know Riley is probably going to have to do that. You know who is the current betting favorite, though? Huh. No, I do not. Our Lord and Savior, Michael Penix. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I I'll mean, I could that. see him being the top three. It makes sense. Um, all right, let's talk about this week's games. So we got a game ongoing right now. I don't know if this podcast will be out before it's over. Um, <laughs> sorry, we couldn't preview it. Don't. Tuesday, uh, tonight, uh, Coastal Carolina favored by four and a half at App State. And uh, it's on ESPN2. Current score, 17-10 with 9.08 in the third quarter. So, uh, Who's winning, Andy? That was, uh, hold on, it just went to ads. Uh, let me go back. Coastal is winning. There, okay, thank you. You're welcome. Wednesday, tomorrow, we got UTEP at FIU, who is favored by two and a half at 7.30 on ESPN2. Thursday, we got SMU uh, for by 11 and a half, and that's at East Carolina at 7.30 on ESPN. Listen, I'm glad that we have football on every day now until Thanksgiving. Same. But 
You've got to be a real degenerate to watch UTEP at FIU. <laughs> challenge accepted. Oh, I know you're going to accept that challenge. <laughs> I am all over that. And these are the best games. Believe me, there were like three or four games to choose from. These are the best ones, in my opinion. I mean, oh, and we're and when we say best, we're like, ooh, I don't. I mean, <laughs> it's really in the eye of the beholder, I guess. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah, these are not great games, but this is the, in my opinion, we're the best, better matchups. Um, Friday, we got Stanford at Colorado. Uh, Colorado's favored by 10.5 at 10 on ESPN. So you got a little Pac 12 after dark on Friday. I'll watch, I'll watch that game. That was late. I'll watch that, that game. That's late, sure. man. I'll maybe watch it maybe the first half. Oh, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll be up. Oof. That's a better night for me than uh, Saturday. You got to be up early to watch Georgia at Vandy. I know. It's at noon. You have plenty of time. I was going to say, that's That's fine. I get my coffee. I'll be all right. All right. All right. Uh, Speaking of Saturday, flipping over there, we got Arkansas at Alabama, favored by 19.5 at 12 on ESPN. Um, Arkansas, I don't... um, I think that uh, Pit Boss over there, Pittman, is having a... uh, He's having some hard times there. I'm not sure what Arkansas fans are expecting, but um, I to know win, that there is to win. Yeah, yeah, they're two and four right now, and they're about so, to add another. <laughs> they're about to add another L to that, so that's going to be two and five. Um, and they got Mississippi State, yeah, Florida, Auburn, FIU, and Missouri. Um, I'm not seeing any way that Six they're uh, bowl yeah. eligible at this point. But well, I mean, that's probably what those fans want is bowl eligibility, right? Yeah, and I'm not seeing that currently, but uh, we'll see. Why do you have not like half these games on here on this list? Well, I tend to put the teams that have a reasonable chance at the uh, playoffs in there, uh, regardless oh. of who they're playing. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. uh-huh. Missing, missing someone then. Jeez. Are we? Oh yeah, we should have added that in there. How nervous are you about? Well, we'll talk about it. What time is that game? Noon. All right, let's just go ahead and talk about it now. Do you have the spread for it? Uh, uh, I think the last I saw it was like twenty-one and a half. All right, so it's a Ohio State playing Purdue. Is it is it in West Lafayette or is it here? It's at West Lafayette. Oh God, are you going? Uh, I I was, but then tickets were like seventy-five bucks, and I was like, I'm not paying seventy-five bucks. <laughs> but you're, we don't have the potential of you being uh, dejected walking you know, down like, railroad last, tracks. The whole the thing last time we went, me and my buddies all went. We like it was like a whole group. There was like thirty people going, so we got like on the group ticket, so we got like a decent price, and we had booked a hotel like probably two months before. And Purdue was real bad that season. I was like, oh, the game's gonna be at noon or three thirty, so we booked a hotel for Friday night. And then, like, two weeks before the game, they announced it was going to be at 8 o'clock. And there was no hotels left for Saturday night. So we still had to go, and we stayed Friday night. But then we had to drive home after that game (laughs) was the worst part. Because there was nowhere to stay. Oh, yeah. And then you said that you saw a bunch of Ohio State fans at the gas station or something. And everybody was all dejected. Yeah. Anyways, that that game uh, this weekend is on Peacock, and right before this podcast, I was on the phone with my parents for an hour and a half trying to get them to figure out how to install fucking Peacock on the Fire Stick and log in. Mean, it was painful. You mean you mean pe- Peacock? Peacock. Yeah. Uh, um, it was painful. So it's on Peacock. A lot of people are upset it's on Peacock. It is what it is. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not nervous about this game, no. That was that was Urban's um, thing. Ryan's thing is to to lose to Michigan. Yeah. Um. I, I guess that's better. Uh. Spread right now is uh, nineteen and a half. I can't remember if you said that or not, but yeah, nineteen and a half for Ohio mm-hmm. State. Mm-hmm. Cover. All right. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Probably. Uh, Georgia favored by 30, 31 and a half. Um. At Vandy at noon on CBS. Uh, not a lot to say here, other than that I hope that all the Georgia fans that enjoy having this away game every two years, so they can go to Nashville and um, have a good time for the weekend. I hope that they actually have a good time in in Nashville. Uh, yeah, 
it's <laughs> 31 and a half is uh, seems reasonable if Georgia wants to do that, unless they just take it easy on Vandy. And I can't really see that being the case. Although, I mean, to be fair, we could probably put in our second string and keep on scoring anyway. I don't uh, here we go. You know. Vandy's Vandy's here bad. There we go. That's more of a statement Vandy. on Vandy like than our second string. Vandy was like ranked 90 something, right? Who also our second string kept scoring on Kentucky this last weekend. So there's that too. Um, I'm just saying Vandy's really not great. I don't have high expectations for them, uh, regardless if of who they're playing. Um, Indiana at Michigan, fair by 33 and a half at noon on Fox. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a bloodbath. Mm, that's a lot of points. That's all I'll say. It is a lot of points. <clears throat> Both are, but uh, Indiana's... Um, Indiana's better little, than Vanderbilt. That's, better. A, lot, that's yeah, a lot of points for Indiana and Michigan. Yep. Uh, Florida at South Carolina uh, contemplated this being turn of the week, um, but uh, decided against it. Uh, we'll see what, what that is here in a little bit. South Carolina is favored by two and a half. That's at three thirty on the SEC network. Um, I probably should have just taken that one out of here, to be honest, since it wasn't uh, part of the tour of the week. That, that was why I left it in here. And then I forgot to take it out. Anyway, Texas A&M at Tennessee, who's favored by three and a half at three thirty on CBS. Iowa at Wisconsin, who is favored by nine and a half at four on Fox. And USC at Notre Dame, favored by two and a half at 730 on NBC. So that's going to be a pretty good game. Um, yeah, I, I would think. Maybe. I don't know. I don't. I, I can't make heads or tails of these teams anymore. Well, I don't think Notre Dame is... Uh, Clearly, they're they're not a playoff team. Also, I think USC's defense is bad enough to make uh, most any game attract me. So, in that aspect, it should be exciting at least. So, yeah, we'll see. San Diego State is favored by six at Hawaii at eleven on CBS SN. Almost made this the honorary Pac-12 after dark game, even though neither of these teams are Pac-12. Um, because we don't actually have any Pac-12 after dark, uh, the closest, uh, which I, since I brought it up, we'll just say it's UCLA at Oregon State, who's favored by three and a half, and that's an eight on Fox, so uh, not quite it's, a... Uh, it's fucking wild that this, this game of the week is not a Pac-12 after dark game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, your game of the week, Oregon at Washington is uh, favored by two and a half, and that's at 3.30 on ABC, so 12.30 local time, obviously. So there you go. A couple of, uh, uh, well, at least one Heisman contender. I don't know if Bo Nix is still getting the, the talk that he was early in the season, but um, still doing pretty well, I think. Mm-hmm. Anything on this one? Uh, I think this is, I mean, it's obviously going to decide who's going to probably at the end of the season win the Pac-12. Yeah. Do you think both these... Teams are better than USC? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, if they field a halfway competent defense, then I think that they are. And I feel like uh, we could definitely see these teams rematched in the championship game. Yeah, probably. Probably so. There, there are some, um, what's her name? Uh, Oregon State's actually not awful either, but... Um, uh, yeah, I, w- I would think that these two would probably be the best in the conference. So your turn of the week is UMass at Penn State, who is favored by 42 and a half at 330 on Big Ten Network. Um, and this is because why in the hell did Penn State schedule UMass? But there you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say about it other than UMass is dog shit and Penn State should be embarrassed for scheduling them for a gimme game. That is 42 and a half points. By In Vegas. the middle of October, no less. They might as well have a bye before Ohio State. I, I'm wondering if there was a cancellation and they had to fill it in with somebody. Um, mm, I don't think I don't so. Know. No, there was like a thing about... <clears throat> I read something about that they've had this scheduled for a while and someone asked him about scheduling this and he was kind of like, yeah, like it does. You shouldn't, you don't really have to schedule hard teams anymore. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. All right. 
Um, that is all of the previews that we have for this week. And let's go ahead and do pickums. All right. Where did my pickums go? I lost them. I did too. Where's my? There it is. Here we go. All right. So last week we all thought that Texas would cover slash win the six and a half points for SOU. They obviously did not. Uh, Washington State, uh, UCLA. <clears throat> Tom and I picked Washington State to win. They did not win that game. Uh, Bama, Texas A&M. We all picked Bama to win. They did, but your lock hard call pick of Bama winning by more than ten points did not. Womp womp. What's your lock hard call pick uh, right yeah, now, buddy? One and two currently. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Notre Dame, Louisville. We all said Louisville or Notre Dame would cover six and a half. Uh, they did not. In fact, they did worse. They lost. By more than six and a half. Yeah. Wait, hold up. Uh, so let's just refresh everybody on all of the unanimous. Oh, no. The unanimous yeses. Uh, we, we gave the win to the other team. Bama, we, we all said yes, but we were correct on that one. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Uh-huh. Colorado, Arizona State. I picked Arizona State to win. Uh, they almost did it, but they did not. Meaning last week, Tom went two and three. Andy, three and two. I went one and four. And Vegas went three and two. Bring in your current season standings to Andy in last place at 9 and 11. Me and Tom at 500, 10 and 10. And Vegas in first place at 13 and 7. Okay. Brings us to this week. We got Texas A&M at Tennessee. Tennessee's a three and a half point favorite. Tom, who wins? Hold up. Hold up. Before we go on, uh, yes. I, I want to call something out. You're a very uh, glass cannon this year, Andrew. Uh, uh-huh. You're either four and one or one and four every uh-huh. week. Hold on tight. It's just like my real life betting. It's real good or real bad every weekend. Real, no uh, all those all those points into offense and nothing into defense. All right. Uh, you know, continue, you know what's funny, though, is I actually had a, I had an actual good betting weekend this past weekend. Uh, I just noticed that when you were when we were about to start. All right. Anyway, I will go with um, Tennessee because I just don't trust Anna. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this is pretty much a toss-up, clearly, with the with those points. I'm going to take Tennessee because it's at home. Uh, give me A&M. I think you're going to bounce back after last week. And Vegas okay. will take Tennessee. Okay. All right, up next, we have Iowa at Wisconsin. Man, Wisconsin's a 10-point favorite. Oof. <clears throat> Boy, I guess I got to go first. Well, Vegas is going to say they do cover. Does yep. Iowa, does Wisconsin cover 10? Man. That's hard. Can, I, can Wisconsin get to 30? That's what you I know. I'm going to say no. They can't cover 10. Okay. I guess what's the over-under on this game? 30. Over-under. <laughs> it's 12. No. <laughs> over-under is, wow, 36 and a half. Oof. Um... I'm going to say that, uh, yeah, Wisconsin wins. They do not cover. No. That seems they're predicting a 26 to 10 game. All right. Give me Wisconsin in the points. Let's go. All right. Okay. Up next, yes. we have Miami versus UNC or at UNC. UNC is a three and a half point favorite. Tom, does Miami fuck up again? Of course. <laughs> they live to fuck up, man. Yes. So I'm taking UNC. <clears throat> Andy? Uh, UNC. Uh, I think Miami bounces back from the embarrassment of last week and wins this game. Okay. And Vegas is taking UNC. All right, up next we have USC at Notre Dame. Notre Dame is a two and a half point favorite. Vegas will be taking Notre Dame. Man, I really, I have not been impressed with USC this season at all, but I have also been equally unimpressed with Notre Dame this season. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I think USC's I don't know if Notre Dame's like USC has a bad defense but I don't think Notre Dame's offense is that good enough to really capitalize on it so I'm going to think USC's offense is going to outpace their defense USC uh, give me Notre Dame by uh, that they win uh, it's like 4 or 5 points <laughs> by, the, by the win give me Notre Dame by the win, <laughs> by the win. Yes, I will also take Notre Dame. I don't think I, I don't think Notre Dame has a good defense or a good offense, but I think USC's defense is so bad. Everyone looks like they have a good offense. Mm-hmm. All right, and your game of the week. 
Oregon at Washington. Washington is a three-point favorite. Man, this game, I'm pretty excited for this game. Uh, Tom, who's going to win this one? Washington. Phoenix will rise. Andy. Uh Washington. Going to be close, but close in high scoring. Give me Oregon. Oh, Onyx. I think Washington is. I think Washington is good, but I feel like they're a little overrated, overvalued this season. I feel the same way about Oregon. Okay. I mean, they both are, but Washington a little bit more. Uh, and Vegas is taking Washington. Man, I am. I am going to be in a world of hurt or looking really pretty after this week because I am I gonna between everyone. between you and I. You and I pick different ones for every single one, so it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see where we where things shake out. No, oh, yeah, uh, you, no we'll pick this week. And you I picked uh, Tom and Vegas picked the exact same thing, so we'll see how that goes too. I don't feel. Oh well, that's good. I don't feel good about any of these things. Lockhart Cold picking. <sighs> this, yeah. I will lock hard cold pick. Uh, I don't. Mm, I'll lock. I don't. This isn't really lock hard cold pick, but a bonus pick is Michigan will not cover thirty three and a half points. Uh, all right. That's just a bonus. I pick. don't know I'm how not, much I'm you're not, going out. Okay. I'm not all putting right. it down. That's just a bonus pick. Well, oh, we, we got to put it on here, even if we, it's not a lock hard. Uh, cold no, pick. if I put it on here, that's lock hard cold pick. So. It's a bonus pick, just a BP. I can't, I can't have a new category. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, how are we supposed to call you on your shit next week if we forget wanna, about it? Oh, too bad. So many things. We will not forget. So before we, get to, might forget. before we get to questions, okay, right. let's check in on our, our new Mac teams. And if you we have Mac teams, yeah, remember we all picked. Oh Mac yeah. Teams. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, what, what were they? If if you don't remember, uh, last week we all got assigned a one in five team, or we picked a one in five team. Uh, Tom okay. picked. Man, I forgot Tom all about that. Tom picked Northern Illinois. I picked Akron, and Andy picked uh, Kent State. God. Uh, Northern Illinois and Akron played this week. Oh, okay. okay. The score was fifty-five to fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Northern Illinois oh, won. <laughs> Yes, I'm feeling good. Uh, let's okay. so uh, let's check in on Kent State though. <laughs> on okay. What Kent State did this weekend? Uh, Kent State played Ohio this weekend and lost uh-huh. 42-17. Oh. <laughs> so I didn't Tom, have any choice in this. By the you way, did. Feeling there good, did. Boys. There was one. Feeling there good. was one team left. Yeah, there was one. Uh, okay, so what was my choice? It was there we was ball, one. ball State. No, there was Ball State. Maybe we should have kept a uh, watch on what State. Ball State was doing just to see. I can. Hold on. We can, I, can, yeah. I can. Carl got Ball State. Uh, Ball State also lost 24 yeah. to 10. So yeah, currently. I, I had a choice, but all right. You had Ball State or Kent State. You could have. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you would have been in the same position, but you still had a choice. Uh, there's only one that's won so far, and it was, it was Northern <laughs> Illinois and a blowout. God. So there you go. Uh, yeah, Kent State, uh, if we look at FPI, they are. Um, they are the next to worst in all of FBS. So they're 132 out of 133 teams with Akron also in the Mac at 133. So please, yeah. please respect Nick Saban's alma mater. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Lou Holtz's. Speaking of Lou Holtz, just kidding. He's knocking on the door again. <laughs> He's arisen from the dead. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, what, what questions do we have, or question do we have? One question for Illinois fan: uh, How scared have you Purdue this weekend? I am the least scared I've been of Purdue in a while. All right. Well, that means good things are going to happen then. That's right. Good things uh, for, for me. Purdue. For Purdue. Purdue. Turn in. T- turn in. Tune in to watch Ohio State lose to Purdue on the road. If. On- on Peacock, on Peacock, if you have, yeah. if, if, you have that. if call Andrew's parents to find out how to install it because they know, no, <laughs> I don't think they do. They don't know. I don't think they knew what the hell they were doing. Did you write a guide? I we were on the phone. We FaceTimed. It was a whole fucking thing, man. It was. We had to start with how to plug in the Fire Stick, and I was like, oh you got to do the HDMI. And they're like, what's that? And I'm like, your cable box plug in HDMI. And they're like, can I unplug it? I'm like, no. There's probably two ports. And they're like, well, I don't see another one. And then I'm like, okay, but then I got a power. And I'm like, well, how do I turn it on? I'm like, just push a button on the remote. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. How far away do your parents live from there? Uh, about 45 minutes. I still think it would have been faster it, to just go over there. It might have been. <laughs> uh, um, okay. Oh, man. Yeah. That was so anyways, the only question. If, uh, if wow. I will say, if Purdue wins, I will record 
a solo emergency podcast on my phone, and you can post it later. Oh, okay. It'll mostly sound of you'll hear a train getting closer and then me exploding. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Just like the high state game of a train getting closer and them exploding. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, that is all of the questions, right? Uh-huh. There was okay. just the one. Just the one. Okay. All right. Well, send us your questions to podcast at academicallyineligible.com. I uh, just checked. There is no new reviews on Apple's podcast app. So also leave us a review there and we'll read it on the uh, podcast here. Send us your questions and enjoy the football games this weekend. Enjoy Ohio State losing to Purdue. Um, hopefully, so, so we'll get an emergency podcast from uh, from Andrew. And uh, tune in next week for another episode of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. Peace. Our intro song is called Tech It. The author is Pipe Choir. The song is available at pipechoir.com. And this is using the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. Thank you.